Welcome to Inside Motorsport. I'm here with Oliver Rasmussen, uh, who is a 19-year-old, 19-year-old uh, competing in uh, TRS. He's with his trainer, who doesn't speak a lot of English, so we won't actually be asking him questions. But he's the man that's the discipline for Oliver, because Oliver is uh, one of the most diligent. That's a good thing, by the way, Oliver. Not that it's not a bad thing, diligence. In in terms of warm up. Now I've seen you before virtually every session, whether it's a, a test, a qualifying, a race, you warm yourself up. Yes. And eye coordination. Tell me about when you started doing this. Um, well, we actually started doing this in this, uh, so they started this year uh, in the TRS Championship because, uh, yeah, the car is a bit more demanding. So, uh, yeah. We're doing the warm-ups essentially to be able to always have the same level of performance, yep. to re really be able to uh, yeah, have the same level of uh, concentration and uh, reaction and everything yep. to, yeah, to keep this uh, level of performance really high. So uh, I see that in the training things you do things with uh, your trainer dropping balls and you catching them and yeah. both hands. and it's, it's, it's obviously very finely tuned. Uh, yeah, but it's... That exercise is more uh, about uh, reaction time, I would say. Yep. And uh, yeah, also when you want to be really quick, you have to go in a state of mind, which is a bit different when than I am right now. Yes. So that's also why we're doing it. Okay. H have you um, played many ball sports as a, a child? No, no, no. no. Uh, maybe uh, one year of football and one year of tennis, right. if I remember well, but that should be it. Yeah, okay. Um, so this is something that, that your trainer has developed with you? Yes. Okay. Um, and do you feel its effect? Can you feel if you, you haven't done it or is any time you have been out and not done it? Uh, well, I feel the difference when I'm doing it because yep. at least I know that uh, I'm fully awake and fully, uh, um, how do you say it, you know, uh, I have my full capacities to be able to drive the car. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's the main difference, I would say. Okay. Um, I, I, I say you're more diligent because of the 18 drivers in the series, you're the one that I see most often uh, doing it. Yeah, because I'm trying to do it every time I go out on track. Yeah, okay. And do you feel it's paying benefits? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, so what's the rest of your year involved? What have you got planned from here? <laughs> It's Can not you announced tell me yet? yet. No, not so I, unfortunately I can't tell you. But, okay, uh, all right, you'll have to shoot me. Oh my god, right. Okay. But it, it, it should be on in a few weeks. Okay, all right. Um, will you be going back to Europe? Yes, it's, I live in Europe. So. Yeah, okay. It's Whereabouts do you live? Uh, I live in France. Okay, whereabouts in France? Uh, near Nice. Yep, okay, all right. Well, uh, I assume that you've enjoyed your time in this. Yeah, have you been to New Zealand before? No, never. 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 And? I think it's nice. It's a it's a nice country because yeah, as you said, uh, everything is relaxed here. Yep. Um, so uh, yeah, also the I would say the environment is quite nice, especially in the South Island. I prefer a bit more the South Island to the North Island, especially around Queenstown, Cromwell. Yep. Yeah, it's a, a it's a really nice city for a young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. No, yeah. but I mean, even just the the surroundings of Queenstown to the sport is yeah, uh, it is, is enjoyable. Very beautiful. Yeah. I mean, one of the other big attractions about New Zealand, and I'm sure I actually have this idea in my head that Toyota and Japan <laughs> sat down and said, where could we hold a series to develop young drivers? Yeah. And of all the places, New Zealand has the ingredients. You know, there's no big distances here, unlike Australia. No, true, true. You know, I mean, I remember telling Americans when I've been in the US, and, you know, sort of, they only get two weeks holiday a year. Mm. And uh, you go, well, don't go to Australia, because you'll never see anything. It's too large. 
go to New Zealand because in two weeks you can see most of it. True, true. That's true. But, uh, I mean, I drove before I got in the bus with MTech. I drove uh, probably about two and a half thousand kilometres, um, yeah. which I enjoy doing. I mean, that's the other thing is New Zealand roads are terrific to drive on. Australian roads are not. <laughs> you know, just straight. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, wonderful. We'll, we'll certainly uh, watch you through uh, the rest of this year and see nice. how your career develops. Good. Best of luck with it all. Thank you. Thank you, Oliver Rasmussen, for joining us on Inside Motorsport. Thank you. From the dirt tracks across Australia, Inside Speedway with Dennis Newman and Craig Ravel. Well, it's great to have Caden Brown. Thanks for joining us here. Uh, thank you very much, Joe. I'm glad to be on the show with you guys. Max Frick, great way to start 2020, picking up your second consecutive Australian Solo Championship. Yeah, it's been a great start to the year. Matt Pascoe. Thanks for having me. Inside Speedway is available on sportsradio.com.au, iTunes, Spotify, and the dirttrackchannel.com. Welcome to Inside Motorsport. I'm here at Manfield for the final round of the Toyota Race Series 2020. And I'm with Simon Baker, who is the CEO of Motorsport New Zealand. Uh, he started the job in July 2019. Long-time fan of motorsport and competitor, but uh, obviously now a whole new bunch of responsibilities. It's yep. a big job. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, I haven't been a competitor for too long, just sort of the last year or so. Oh, okay. Um, so pretty new to the sport, but I've always loved it and always been a fan of it. Um, so yeah, lots to learn coming into you know uh, the sport. It's a, it's a complex sport. Lots of lots of stakeholders. Lots of competing stakeholders. Um, so there's a lot to get your head around. Absolutely. Yeah, Brian Budd, your predecessor, was in the job for ten years and obviously had his feet well and truly under the desk. Um, what do you? Where do you come from in the industry or any in the industry to to come to? What what do you bring to it? Oh, Brian Budd and I. I mean, I don't, I've only met Brian a couple of times. I think he comes from a different background from me. He you know, opposite to me, he's been in the sport for a long, long time. Uh, I think really the sport decided that it needed to have a, a, a fresh approach and a fresh set of eyes looking at the sport. Yep. Yeah, we've got our 75th coming up in 2022, which will be a massive thing for motorsport here in New Zealand. Um, and we need to be looking forward to the next 25 years. And you know, as you know, there's a lot of challenges around the world. Uh, there's, there's challenges within our sport. Um, and we've got to set the organisation up to be able to still grow the sport, which is a fantastic sport and make sure it's as healthy moving forward as it has been in the past. Yeah. Now, as you know, that uh, Australia and New Zealand back in the 60s did collaborate on a, a bunch of series. They were run by promoters, were events that were not uh, necessarily run by the organising bodies, but they were obviously sanctioned and, and run uh, for the people who wanted to compete in it. Um, unfortunately, that hasn't been the way for a long time, and New Zealand and uh, Toyota New Zealand and, and Motorsport New Zealand have been tremendously successful with this Toyota race series. It's a tremendous series. It's obviously, for this time of year, worldwide focus for those who are looking for young drivers. The attitude of motorsport in New Zealand obviously must be very positive towards it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very supportive of um, Drew, you know, Mark, the team, and what they've done and how they've supported motorsport in New Zealand over you know, what's a long period of time now. I think it's something that New Zealand really shines with, You know, well above you know, what you have in, in Australia in terms of if you look at the single-seater sort of setup we have here, I think it's a real jewel in our crown. Yep. Um, you know, you guys have got the supercars, you know, that's one thing. Um, that's a big event here for us when they come here too, but you know, a bigger one for us really is, is, is TRS. Yeah. Um, we'll be looking in the future as to, you know, they've committed to another five years with the, with the new car, 
Um, we've been having some interesting discussions with them about what will happen you know, post that. Um, and we'll be doing anything we can to support them and making sure that we're very, very closely aligned with them. Um, yeah. So really exciting, actually. And I, I think it's a fantastic event. I was here at the Grand Prix last year. Um, you know, fantastic race. Um, it's got real unique to, uniqueness to it as well with the Grand Prix. You know, you've got Kenny Smith doing his, I think it's 49th Grand Prix. Yeah. Uh, I haven't checked the stats, but that's got to be some kind of world record. And exactly, I can't see, yes. can't see anybody's ever going to beat that. No, so, I don't either. Um, I don't think you're going to be close to it. No, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, very important to us in our sport, yeah. Yeah, it's extraordinary. I mean, I went and saw the Kenny Smith movie. I'm sure you've probably seen it as well. Um, and it is amazing to reflect on the fact that, you know, he, he lined up with the Jim Clarks and Jackie Stewart's in the early 60s. It's, it's yeah. just extraordinary. Phenomenal, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we, we really celebrate that. And, I mean, he, has, he puts a lot of time and energy into driving guys into the Formula Fords as well and Formula yeah. Firsts. So yeah, we've got quite a good progression from those lower classes into TRS as well. Great to see Liam Lawson, you know, Armstrong last year. Shame about you know, Chelsea this year, but um, good to see Kiwis in there fighting against the internationals as well. Probably not as many as Australians we'd, as we'd like, no. but, but I guess there's probably not the, the grounding over there in the, in the open. Well, wheelers, it's one of know. the reasons I'm here. I, I don't give myself any big raps on what I do, but we get 20,000 people a week listening to our show. So, you know, there's obviously some people in, in Australia who consider that maybe TRS should be on their schedules. Yeah. Um, one of the things, obviously, is, is obviously more New Zealanders as well competing. And it's a dramatic, um, you know, when it started, because it wasn't an international series when the first couple of years. Right. It, was, it was a domestic series that then became international. And obviously, Nicholas and Amanda are doing an amazing job in, in attracting those young men to come here. Um, that would be something that Toyota, uh, rather, Motorsport New Zealand would want to work with Toyota to continue. Oh, and we do, and totally. We, we, you know, they get their you know, eligibility for their super licence points and those sort of things now, which we've, we've, we've sort of pushed through from, yep. from our point of view with, with FIA. That's the kind of thing that you know, we need to do to ensure that you know, that helps them attract you know, the best international drivers over there. And it's a fantastic driver lineup yeah, yes, in the yeah. series. It's, Seventeen it's, countries it's, represented. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, so you know, hats have to go off to the whole Toyota team in terms of you know, what they do and how they how they make this happen. And it's a it's a hugely complex sport and and you know, undertaking that they do and do it very very well, as you know. Um, and it really is that grounding in our Kiwi drivers that gives them that ability. I mean, look at what uh, McLaughlin did you know, in the weekend. I mean, I, I believe he put a P3 at Indy. I mean, that's unheard of. Um, so, I mean, that's fantastic. You know, and that's, uh, I just throws the strength of our drivers as well, I guess. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not wanting to in any way jeopardise what you've got, and I wouldn't think for a second that it should be changing, because obviously the five-week works very well for, for the Northern Hemisphere getting down here. But I just think it would be fantastic if... Those shipping containers that can tow the uh, four teams, uh, their 20 cars, could come, instead of going on a truck, they went on a ship and came to Australia for a couple of rounds. And I, I was, I've been thinking and, and talked to a lot of people, people who've been involved in the sport a long time, that you know, if there was to be something like that happen here in Australia, that uh, um, the chance for kids to come and play at the Grand Prix at, at Albert Park would be just amazing. Yeah, no, I think that you know, there's discussions, I think, and opportunities around you know, multiple classes actually in terms of what we can line up. Trans Tasman, I mean, you know, that's what we've typically done with other sports between Australia and New Zealand, and in most cases it works quite well, not not all the time, and that's something we, we probably can be looking at exploring. Okay. Um, so I think there's some opportunities there. Yeah. There have been some uh, mess ups in the last 10 years in both Australia and uh, New Zealand in, in categories, and unfortunately, uh, you're in a rebuilding phase with your premier touring car class. 
Um, is there much thought about any more changes coming there, or is what's going to happen now with, with that? Yeah, there's going to be lots of changes coming up in the next you know, few years. Yeah, we just we just recently just finally you know putting to bed some of the strategy and vision that we've got for the sport moving forward. Um, that's involving, you know, bringing more resource internally into motorsport New Zealand. is very, very light as an organisation if you compare it to Motorsport Australia or, or UK. Um, so we're looking at really sort of rebuilding some some differing capabilities within the team to, to really look at growing the sport and how we can best support the sport. Um, and that will include looking at, looking at you know, the calendar, um, the categories, the classes, how they're how they're supported, um, how we manage that. Um, and touring car is one of those. You know, we've. We've got rider behind TCR. Yeah, you know, that's a, a, a big, big thing for, yep. for motorsport here in New Zealand. And yeah, you know, we delayed the start of that you know, this year because we want to get that right. Um, and that's obviously an opportunity that we've worked with ARG on. Um, and obviously they promote TCR over in Australia. So there's a class that has some potential synergies on. Um, so that that will become our premium touring car class. And, and would the intention there with TCR and also the V8s where you know, you've had uh, Australian drivers, I mean Andre's obviously one of yours, um, but now they're working very much in Australia, coming here and doing a, a summer series here and then going back over, you know, that well, seems to work well. Uh, yeah, look, I think that was the vision that the board had prior to my uh, starting in the role when Brian and the board you know, decided to back TCR. And I think that's the vision they had, and I think that's where AIG you know, are looking to capitalise on the opportunity of having a, you know, a TCR between the two. Right. And look, let's hope that works. And we'd certainly work with AIG and Motorsport Australia to make sure our calendars line up to enable that. Yeah. And I think that's the kind of um, working together we have to look at, you know, if we've got similarity in classes and look at, you know, as you say, book cars and containers. Yeah. Um, I think that's what we need to do. Yeah, I mean, if I think back to sort of the 70s when Jim Richards and Leo Leonard and others, you know, made their, their debuts at Bathurst, it was a fantastic time. And, and obviously they, they shone, uh, and, you know, we're thinking about this year's Bathurst uh, 500. There's obviously a chance there some of these uh, TCR cars here to come and play yeah, there. Absolutely. Yeah, all right. Um, are there any other major changes happening in motorsport New Zealand? I mean, obviously, I mean, uh, to me, uh, TRS is the jewel in the crown. Um, and you'd want to do everything to protect that. Uh, are there any changes you see happening in the near foreseeable future? Well, we've got we've got the WRC here this year, which is yes. absolutely huge for us. You know, I know that'd be a thorn in the side for you Aussies. Um, you know, not not having that and us getting it. And I get that, but you know, we've had underarm bowling from you guys in the past, so we'll, we'll take that one. Um, so. Look, our sport's strong in this country. It's strong grassroots. If you talk to some other ASNs around the world, you know, who have things like F1 and the, those sort of road shows coming around, you know, they're envious of the grassroots you know, strength that we have in the sport. You know, the volunteers out there, the, the club sports staff, the people who are, you know, 700 events a year. You know, this TRS is five of those 700s, you know, and there's yeah. guys doing what I do and putting cars under marquees and driving every weekend up and down the country. Yes, yeah. So, you know, TRS is fantastic. It's what people see. It's the it's the, the visual part of it. But, you know, we're pretty strong throughout the sport. Oh, do you get involved in the scheduling much for, say, TRS? Absolutely. We work with, with the guys at Toyota. Um, yeah, you know, we, we'll be far more involved in that probably than in the past as well. Yeah. You know, we really need to make sure we line things up and, and make sure that events are balanced around the country. Um, you know, TRS, as you know, is uh, it's its own entity um, and a very important one. So, you know, we work with them on, yeah, you know, on their schedule, uh, and that's that's pretty much locked in, you know, 
I've always said to Ross and Jim Stone that um, motorsport is much closer to the surface in New Zealand than it is in Australia. Everyone here knows somebody who competes in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Uh, one of the most amazing events I actually went to was at Huntley when Tiger Woods and Steve Williams organised a, a speedway meet there and, and Paul Radzic and Greg Murphy. And it was just an extraordinary day um, uh, like, like no other I've seen in Australia. All right, well, uh, wonderful. Um, you, you, will you have you met with uh, Motorsport uh, Australia to uh, uh, actually probably go over there in the next month? So yeah, yeah we've had a couple of uh, conversations at this point. Uh, been over to the UK, sort of really trying to sort of learn what they do and what they do well. Um, I think it's important that we collaborate where we can. Um, yeah, we're all you know, from the same sport. Yes. So um, no, uh, we will do, and we'll work closely with them. Well, thank you very much, Simon Baker, the CEO of Motorsport New Zealand, and we look forward to uh, future chats and. Uh, Updates on the, the business. Thanks, Tony. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.